Bring It In Show for all your sports questions and comments. The viewpoints expressed in the following program are not necessarily those of WRUU, its license holder, or its staff. What's up, Savannah? How's everybody doing out there? It's April 13th, and I am here again. We got a little bit of uh, new sports news that's out here. Um, I'm I'm joined on the Zoom, uh, the Zoom co-host is Jeff Winterling is here today. And we might have a couple other people uh, joining. You there, Jeff? Yeah, hey, buddy. How you doing? Good, 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 good. Here, let me let me adjust some uh, volume real quick. Oh, sweet, sweet Tiger King backdrop you got going there. <laughs> yeah. So how's... Uh, wondering how everybody's doing. Um, everything coming across crossed okay on the zoom i know i'm sharing a page now so i don't know how that's looking yeah uh it looks good I'm, I'm actually uh trying to get a new background on so all right all right i'll give you a second there all right so big news in the ufc after countless times of them telling us that they're going to be running the UFC again this weekend. Um, the UFC has finally canceled uh, promotion 249. It's been called off after they explored multiple options. Um, I mean, Dana White would do anything possible to get this fight off he wanted it so bad um it was supposed to the main card was supposed to be uh between ferguson and khabib and then khabib's out in russia so they had to uh change it up a little bit get him a new um a new challenger in there um wasn't going to be a title fight but yeah um now COVID-19 has shut down everything from the match March Madness tournament and um yeah he was last week did you hear that he was actually talking about uh hosting the fight on a private island it's yeah it's, that's crazy I mean that makes sense but you know if you can do it do it I mean it it sounds awesome Straight from something from a video game. Dun, 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 dun. A little Mortal Kombat action. Like, real-life Mortal Kombat fights going on. And, um, yeah. So, he was, he was, had his feet dug in the dirt, and he was not going to move. But the powers above him, top executives at Disney and at ESPN, they both were like, no way, man. This looks horrible. We can't post this. Yeah. So, no I mean. No way, man. This looks horrible. We can't post this. So, I mean. When are you guys listening to this on the radio? Must be Gary, not me. You guys listening to this on the radio? Yeah, I'm starting to. Hard. All right. It's okay. It's okay. Came through. Came through crazy echo. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's okay. It's okay. Came through. All right, and now we're joined by Chris Geary. So we're rocking uh, our two Zoom co-hosts uh, up in Delaware and Baltimore. So we're doing a, a long show for you, and we have some some surprise guests that I've I've been trying to line up. Hopefully, they're going to join us on the Zoom, but. We'll we'll know about that later. So, um, yeah. So ESPN and Disney, both the top execs, were like, "No way are you having this, not up in here." So, 
Yeah, so now that that was pretty much the last American sport that's still going on. Um, we do, I believe that soccer is still going on in Belarus, but I'm not, I'm not a big fan of just any sport, so I haven't dove into that yet. I've been just focusing on when we're going to be able to start this stuff up. Um, but do you guys, you guys, uh, you guys still there, right? Yeah. You guys hear about that uh, trade, Brandon Cooks trade? Yeah. What? He's all over the place, man. He's just always, always hurt. I know. It's, it's kind of sad, if you ask yeah. me. How old is he? 26 years old. What? 26. This is his, what, third team? Who did, He got drafted by the New Orleans uh, yeah. Saints. Got traded for a first-round pick to the Patriots. So you're like, all right, well, the Patriots don't really put a lot of... Um, a lot of stock in those first round picks, but still, if the Patriots are going to spend a first round pick, you think that something else is something good is yeah. there. Then bam, for another first rounder, he got traded to the Rams. Mm -hmm. This time he's been traded for a second round pick, which I mean, I, I just don't know how to, how to think about this because um, Bill O'Brien from the Texans, their their head uh, head coach slash GM, I mean, has been making bad decision after bad decision after bad decision. Oh, so yeah, he's he's a moron. So so now we got this guy um, bringing in Brandon Cooks. He's bringing in concussions, yeah. bringing in in. <laughs> Injured. You get rid player. of DeAndre Hopkins for like nothing. You basically <laughs> give him away, and then you pick up Cooks. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. So now they're gonna have Cooks. I mean, I'm just, I am really just waiting for them to get rid of uh, Watson. Yeah. I feel that's the next move here. I, I agree. <laughs> so. How have you guys been doing this week? Now that everything's set up, how uh, how's how's life up north? Is it as crazy as it is down here? Yeah, I'm just I'm just staying staying in uh, only when I go to work. But other than that, I'll go to the grocery store like once a week. Everybody's, okay. everybody's doing a good job wearing masks and gloves, and some people aren't understanding like to stay away. Um, We'll just walk and be like, "Hey, uh, excuse me," and like reaching over my shoulder and. Yeah, that's a little frustrating. Yeah, the majority's doing a good job, but it's gonna take time to, you know, because you you grew up interacting with people in the grocery store. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm actually you. <laughs> yeah, man, cooking it up. <laughs> yeah, man. So. I'm gonna have to change the oil on my dishwasher. I've been running that thing like twice a day. <laughs> yeah seriously i mean i don't it's every, it's every day man i don't have a dishwasher so i've been i've been breaking my back over the sink now nah, we're we're splitting everything up pretty good at my house um i i hear that domestic abuse is is slowly going up but luckily uh my house is very peaceful you guys enjoy your easter yesterday Good. How about you? Yeah, it was it was nice. It was different. Um, normally we head out to Augusta to my wife's parents' house uh, this week. Since the whole stay shelter in place, we stayed at home. Um, cooked our own our own uh, food. My wife my wife killed it on the ham. I can't wait to get back nice. home and eat some uh, leftovers. Yeah, leftovers but, are the best. Oh yeah. man, we didn't do any ham today this, or yesterday. No. Oh, nah. Just you just that. went with normal. I saw you were throwing down some awesome pizza. I once. Oh yeah. Once yeah, sports gets back down. Oh man, I'm gonna have to make it over to your house to get some of that za. <laughs> Looks so good, up, brother. <laughs> yeah, man. So, 
Yeah, people have been social distancing pretty well down here for the most part. It's either you find people who are social distancing or you find people who think that it's all ridiculous. I, I was in a uh, store grabbing some um, provisions the other day and when I was walking walking away from the wine aisle, somebody walked by me and they wrapped their shirt around their face, making fun of me for wearing a mask. But I mean, hey, that's what people don't understand is it's not it's not actually you taking care of yourself. You're actually taking care of exposing yourself to other people. So. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, situation. Yeah, I'm, I don't I don't know what's going on with this whole thing they say people yeah. who who have it don't seem like they have it but i mean yep. i don't it, it, it's so crazy hey so so listen to this um you see the iditarod dog sledding uh got televised on cbs sports so they gained a lot of fans this weekend oh did it nice. i was all excited yeah man i didn't see that i would have i would have sat down to see that too they did a, um, a three-part series they did a dog sled race in norway they did a dog they televised that i mean it's all in the past it's not live then yeah they did one that was in russia and then they did the one that i did a rod in alaska okay and you actually you went to the iditarod what was that two years ago yeah 2018 oh how what's that like um do you actually you you go there you're in alaska you you go you see them all start they all start at the same time yeah yes no well they start so depending on how many mushers there are, they they leave the the, sh the starting shoot in three minute increments. Okay. And then, um, what happens if you pass? If if you're if you're gaining on a musher and the dog team, and you need to make the pass, they got to stop running and you make the pass. Um, it's a thousand mile race, and they have to do a mandatory twenty four hour break at the half like in the halfway point all right and then th and that's when they make up for it so if you're the first person to leave if you're if you're bid number one and you're leaving first through the shoot you're gonna have to wait 24 hours and then they add the three minute increments to that so you'd be staying for longer hours and that's where they make up the, the time difference there oh, okay so, so the last musher is obviously leaving exactly at the 24 hour mark the first musher would be you know multiplying the three minutes by how many people are in the race Okay. Now now when you're when you're watching this, you said that's it's a thousand miles. Yep. Is that, man, that's crazy. That's like I can't even think it's from from Savannah to Baltimore, I think it's like six hundred and forty some miles. So you're almost doubling that, which in a car takes between nine to to twelve hours depending i mean if you're not gonna stop at all except for your gas then you might be able to make it in nine hours flexing a little bit but i mean last time i made that trip i made it with a um an eight-year-old son i think and i mean you, you, those long trips with with youngins you gotta stop over and over and over again so that's yeah. crazy so when you're watching it you see them leave. How many different places do you do you personally travel to see these guys? Are you in a some kind of vehicle driving along with them so you can watch them while they're racing? Yeah. So like in the beginning, when they're still close to Anchorage, there's a uh, there's like these puddle hopper airplanes with skis on them that can fly in and land you there. So I went to I went to one of the checkpoints in the beginning. Okay. And then we landed on a frozen over lake, and that was one of the checkpoints where they stop and they rest, they feed the dogs. Um, you know, they'll actually interact. Like I, you know, I became good friends with a buddy at that checkpoint who was in first place at the time. He just started talking to me. Nice. Um, and then at the end of the finish line, there's a couple airports that could get you to some of the checkpoints. But you, you can fly in and, and land and see the checkpoints. Okay. But, I but yeah, they're, 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 you know, a lot of like PETA and everybody saying, oh, this is bad for the dogs. These dogs want to do that. And they lost, they lost, um, 
um, a huge sponsor this year. So that made the, the prize winnings go down. So a lot of the mushers aren't even thinking about racing anymore. Cause they're like, it's just an expensive hobby now. Like it's yeah. not even, you're not even winning money now. Okay. So it's, it's kind of like the, the animal, um, activists are, are hating yep. on that. Like, like, dog races and horse races and and yep. things of that nature um i i personally don't know enough about it but i've always heard do they use only huskies when they're doing that uh, it's like a, um, a a mix between huskies when i was watching that russia race they were all pure huskies okay and they're able to go in like deeper snow it was crazy seeing like the different you know, the different breeds of dogs in the different countries. Yeah. Um, but here in Alaska, it's just like, they have, they have different breeds that they like. Um, and a lot of mushers are, are like good friends with the other mushers and they'll be sharing different breeds and they're all good friends racing. Okay. So there are no like crazy rivalries, like nah, someone, nah. someone wait until someone's asleep and like, Oh, that, happened some... one, that happened one year. Oh, really? Some yeah, sabotage. Uh, first, and se first, 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 the first and second place. The one guy went in the corner acting like he was going to sleep, and then as soon as that one guy went to bed, he just got right up and just took off and uh, ended up getting first. Oh, okay, okay. Well, so not crazy sabotage. Like he didn't unscrew screws on someone's <laughs> no. sled or anything. And no. God, let me sneak over here and. and break this sled a little bit but okay yeah. that's pretty neat um i just want to remind you all you're listening to wruu and this is bring it in i'm your host glenn pierce i'm joined by chris from delaware and jeff from baltimore you can give us a call at 912-712-5022 or look us up on twitter or instagram at the bring it in show for all your sports questions comments Check out some of the videos we post and stuff. Um, yeah, check check us out. Let us know. Hit us up during the week if if you want to crash one of our, our Zoom meetings. This is how we're doing things nowadays with the whole social distancing. One person in the studio, in the entire studio. I mean, this place is like a ghost town when I show up. I show up, spray everything down with Lysol. And then, and then I get to start setting up for the show. And, uh, yeah, I don't see anybody around in the hallways or anything anymore. It's, it's kind of weird. Like, I just have, I just walk in here, everything's off. But, I mean, I... Getting I, through it. Getting yeah, through it. Yeah, we got to get through it. Um, and if you ask me, I think it's a, it's a perfect time in America to bring up some controversial things like adding relegation and promotion to some of our top um american sports leagues now i mean we can't we can't do it with football because there's just not enough talent but i mean i i say we try it out with some baseball that give a minor league team a chance to jump up there basketball i feel like we could do it with I mean, we can definitely do it with soccer, like they do it throughout the whole, the whole world. But yeah, I don't think you're ever going to do it with football. It, it's what they've got is good. Um, yeah, yeah. All the other sports, I'm totally with you, especially baseball and soccer. Um, I don't maybe basketball too. Um, I don't know the whole, the whole money thing is is the biggest hurdle for that though. I think. Yeah. Um, the TV money. Um, that's pretty much it. Because nobody, uh, nobody wants to lose that TV money. But, I mean, we have teams like in the NBA who constantly, every couple years, you have a team that's just trying to be the worst team in the league. And, yeah. I mean, I feel like if we could do something like this, then, then people aren't going to want to be that last team because, I mean, even if we set it up so you ha can have, like, good draft picks at that last time – team nobody wants to go down to the lower league which i think is like hey that's awesome like keep keep more um competition going on mm -hmm. i mean especially in soccer where we have um the u.s open cup 
so we already have tournaments going on in in the country where all these teams, all these different soccer teams from uh, the MLS all the way down to like USPL or I, I may have messed that up, but like all the way down to like the fifth division and they're all competing for one trophy. Now I know MLS almost always wins it, but I mean, it's just for those, uh, those small, small or those big Maybe market yet. teams. Oh, hey, we got another joiner. Jamie from Savannah. How you doing? No, no. Maybe we don't. I saw him. He's here. All right. Hey, Jamie. Might be muted. Yeah, I don't think he has the audio on yet. All right, all right, all right. Well, well. We'll see if we could get him on here. Radio. His radio is on. His radio is on. Hey, Jamie. Hey, Jamie. Can yeah, I'm here, man. Can you turn your radio down a little bit? We're getting a little bit of... Oh, we're getting a crazy uh, echo. I've got all, everything off. Oh, all right, all right. How have you been doing? You, uh... You... How are you do, dealing with the, uh... The whole sports stoppage? Man, it's a little boring around the house. Yeah, I mean, have you have you checked into anything um anything else going on in the world? I saw some uh Formula 1 racing yesterday uh virtual like we we're talking about last week i racing, but they were doing Formula 1 last week. I have uh I have bounced out completely in the sports scene. I have, I miss it a lot. I can't take, I'm all or nothing. So I, I don't like the old stuff. Every once in a while, I'll catch up with an old game or something like that and watch it. But um, man, I, I hardly watch TV. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there about the same. I'm, I'm not a fan of watching old games i can turn on an old game if i'm in the kitchen like cooking or something just as uh background noise but unless it's a classic game that one of my team was part of then i can't get into it you guys jeff chris you guys watching any of these old games yeah, I, I just watched the Carolina uh, Georgetown game. That was, I think that was yesterday. Okay. That, that came down to Jordan, you know, finally stepping up, obviously at the end of the game. But that was a good game to watch. But whenever I'm getting bored, I'll, th I'll throw on the TV and go to some sports. Oh, speaking about Jordan, what is that in? Is that tomorrow or is it on the 16th? They're gonna ESPN pushed up the. Uh, showing of the uh jordan documentary i believe it's it's april 19th okay 19th and I, I know it was something like i'm i'm thinking the 16th just because it's my birthday so i'm just uh, flipping nice. that six mark over that, mark that on the calendar yeah yo hey speaking of jordan chris yeah i have to go back to a old 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 memory yeah, you know where I'm going. 76ers versus the Bulls. I skipped school that day, so, I mean, I I wasn't there. As I'm going up the escalator to the nosebleed seats, all of a sudden I hear somebody scream out Glenn, and I look down, and who is it? Chris was down there in the concourse. Yep. All the way, man, yelling at me. I was like, yo, what's going on? I mean, that was awesome. That was a classic game. I would I would actually go watch that game again. Yeah, that's when that was the game where Iverson actually crossed up Jordan and Jordan like tripped on his ankle. Yeah, it was he a did. good game. Oh, it was a great game. I uh I went there wearing 
the uh that new all black uh Jordan jersey the 23 yeah. after they went back to 23 you used to have the 45 didn't you yeah yeah I had the 45 yep you still have that somewhere I, I tried looking for it I don't think I do oh man oh man um yeah yeah, but I got my mom to buy me uh Allen Iverson jersey at that game. Still got that one too at my house. Um I don't never wear basketball jerseys. I'm not a basketball player, so like they all just hang in a closet, but yeah, man, that was a epic game. I remember I uh my mom taught me how to sneak down courtside by myself. <laughs> Since I was in middle school, she was like, "Yeah, just go down there, point at that that couple with some empty seats next to them, and then just act like you're supposed to be there." So I got all close, and I was taking pictures until the actual people who owned those seats showed up. <laughs> but yeah, it was hey, that's way to go. <laughs> then, with my tail tucked between my legs, I walked back up. So, yeah. we got Good a little memories. bit, huh? Good memories. Oh, great memories, great memories. So, we got a little bit of uh, sports history for the day. Let's hear it. All right. So, in 1953, the first game by the Milwaukee Braves was back in 1953, and they beat the Cincinnati Reds 2-3. to three. Also, a year later, we had, on this day, the Baltimore Orioles had their first game, 1954. Unfortunately, they lost to the Tigers, 3-0. to zero. So, I mean, is they started off bad, and it's, here we are. <laughs> hey, we're still undefeated, man. Hey, 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 nobody can take that away from us. This might be the longest that we have been in the race for uh, uh I mean, we did yeah. we did decent like what 4 years ago and we had a little run, a little chunk yeah. of a run. But yeah, I mean, shoot, it is April 13th and nobody has beaten the Orioles this week this year. So, hey, hey, we're doing we're doing good. We're doing good, undefeated. I like that, Jeff. Um, yeah. Um, also, in that same year, 1954, for the Milwaukee Braves, a gentleman named Hammerin' Hank Aaron played his very first game. So, I mean, you hear Hank Aaron, you'd like, man, that is awesome. Hank Aaron, everybody knows Hank Aaron's name. Unfortunately, I think he went 0-3 at bat that first. Oh, no, he went 0-5. So he got up to the bat, up to uh, bat five times, not one of them. Um, his, his teammate, Eddie Matthews, he ended up hitting two home runs for the Braves that day. So... Um, Aaron batted fifth in the lineup that day, and he wore number five. It's not the customary uh, 44 that he would become famous for wearing, but, I mean, they say they say back then in spring training he had Major League written all over him. And, man, I'm looking at a picture right now. You guys should look at it looks so young i mean when i picture hank aaron i'm guessing i'm picturing old hank aaron not not this young man back in 1954 <laughs> ready to hit the baseball world on fire yeah yeah man but we're gonna take a quick break for some station id and remember you're listening to bring it in Now you have a chance to support both Savannah Independent Artists and WRUU during this shelter-in-place order. 
COVID-19. Creatives in Need is a group of independent artists hosted by the Roots Up Gallery, which is collaborating with WRUU during this shelter-in-place to offer an online art gallery at www.rootsupgallery.com. For every work of art sold at this online gallery, the artists receive 80% from the sales and 20% goes to WRUU and its programs like Art on the Air. Interested listeners can go to www.rootsupgallery.com to start shopping today. Voting is now open for Connect Savannah's annual Best of Savannah Readers Poll, and WRUU is once again on the ballot. Last year, you voted us best in the local radio station and talk radio station categories. Continue your support of WRUU 107.5 FM by again voting for us in the best local radio station and best local talk radio station categories. And this year, vote for your favorite WRUU morning program and favorite WRUU host. Voting ends at 11.59 p.m. sharp on Sunday, May 3rd. And results will be revealed the night of Tuesday, May 19th. For details and voting, visit ConnectSavannah.com. And as always, thank you for listening to, supporting, and voting for WRUULP Savannah. This is a message from the Georgia State Department of Public Health. Right now, federal and state guidelines recommend staying home if possible and limiting time in public places as precautions you associated guys can break with news social and distancing. Stuff like that. The more we use Don't social take distancing techniques, the more we reduce the risk of the virus spreading. This is especially important for older people and those with underlying health conditions who are most vulnerable to the virus. More information can be found at dph.georgia.gov. Yeah. All right, and we are back. All right, all right, all right, all right. So, um, Gary, I think I think you mentioned this, and I'll make sure all my levels are back up after the break um last night espn had a the first round of a horse competition going on yeah you watch you watch a little bit of that yeah i watched it all i'm losing my mind over here you know because i'm by myself in my house except for my dog but yeah i was watching it it was pretty neat yeah so so go through explain to me how they're doing this like are they they're competing at real time yeah yep they, they're basically facetiming each other who they're c- competing against they made a bracket and they drew it out and it looked like they had two people with cell phones recording from different angles okay place, but they're playing in their driveway on their regular like basketball hoops um but yeah they're pl- playing the game of horse and then they had somebody at the ESPN studio that well, he was actually at his house that was just a uh, announcer and, and telling people who shot it was and what the score was. But it was, uh, it was interesting. Nice. All right. So the, the, the competition started out, um, Trey Young versus Chauncey Billups. So they have retired guys in here. They have, um, Paul Pierce was in here. WNBA players. WNBA players. So I see Trey Young went up against Chauncey Billups, and Chauncey won, right? Yeah, he came from behind. He was he was losing, the, and then he just started making shots at the end. <laughs> yeah, he, awesome. he said, "Watch out, youngin." Did you watch any of it, Jeff? Nah, nah. I was personally no. Nah, I didn't even realize it was on until uh, Chris Chris sent out a message about it being on. Um, I was actually I watched the movie The Green Mile last night for first time that I ever watched it all the way through. I'm not good at watching movies. I usually get up and walk around and do something. So um, then we had then we had um, Tamika Catchings. Uh, versus Mike, Mike Conley. And I believe Conley won that one. Yeah. He, 
that was a little messed up. He was playing in his indoor basketball, so he was inside. Okay, and everybody else was on outdoor courts? Yeah, yep. Oh, so then we had Zach Levine, one of the NBA's top guys right now, versus Paul Pierce, one of um, the NBA's top uh, headline makers. Paul Pierce is always ready to talk trash on somebody on TV. And Zach Levine won that one, I believe. Yeah, he, 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 he the final score was uh, Paul Pierce lost, got dominated. He didn't even get an H. Oh, oh. Yeah. And then we had Chris Paul go up against uh, Allie Quigley. She Quigley. Played, she played, yeah, she plays for Chicago. Okay, she plays for Chicago. She was she was a huge uh, college basketball star, if I remember right. Um, yeah. So last night on ESPN they had the first round. Now semifinals and the finals are all going to be on April sixteenth. Semifinals at nine, and then the championship at eleven. Which I mean, I don't know. Let's spread it out. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to. I I'm sorry. Throughout, Why would they put it on at eleven at night? That's what I'm saying. Throughout sorry. this whole um, quarantine, shelter in place, what 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 we're calling it. I mean, I I'm usually working at night, but now I'm like at ten thirty. I'm like, why am I not asleep by now? <laughs> so like, yeah, ele- yeah. I'm I'm supposed to stay up. The night of my birthday, I don't know if that's going to be possible to make it to 11 that night, but we'll 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 see. I wish they would have just done it like one on the 16th and then one on the 17th. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, yeah. Well, so Allie Allie Quigley, she was she ended up beating Chris Paul. Yeah. And she kept. I, I was watching. She had one of those backboards. Those uh, the the basketball setup where you put water in the bottom of them to anchor it down to the ground. Oh. And she kept calling bank shots. And you know how the backboard will just go back when you hit it. And she would just make it. She'd be like backboard. And she just kept making them. And she ended up beating Chris Paul. Uh, see, these are these are small little details that I'm not a big fan of. I, yeah. Come let's let's get like i know people there are some people in the nba in every city in the wnba i mean let's just get somebody to get to a normal court and make sure that the backboard i mean you're playing on on a uh on a basketball net that could potentially like fall down if the wind hits it super hard so I mean, I'll be I'll be ready to catch the uh, semifinals. I was a little upset that when you when you sent me a message last night telling me it started because I heard about it throughout the week, but I'm not watching ESPN like I used to. I'm just scrolling through reading sports stories for the most part because there's there's not a whole lot to watch. So, I mean, I heard that it already started, and I was like, oh man, I didn't even realize it was starting this quick. So I'll be ready. I'll be ready to watch the semifinals for sure, and maybe I'll get some Red Bull in me and be able to make it till eleven. You got this, buddy. You got. This. I got it. I got it. Um, did you guys hear him talking about the NBA earlier this week? No. No, you haven't. Yeah, so so they've put in a a uh I don't know. I know I know there's a lot of talk about them just canceling the NBA season, but they're trying to give it a little more time. Now they're not going to make any decision until May, but when they finally make a decision if they decide to come back, they're still trying to figure out whether they would play a little bit of a season or just go straight into the playoffs with those top teams. Um, so we got we got to wait till May, and they're going to give us some kind of decision by then. Um, and 
if they are going to end up playing, they're going to give teams 25 days. So even if they decide that it's safe to start getting around each other in May, we're still going to have to wait 25 days till we actually see some um, some basketball because they're going to give them time to practice like social distance practicing and then they'll give them a chance to come in and practice as a team for like two weeks or something so they're still they're still trying to not cancel it it looks to me like it's going to be canceled i don't see how um they if they're starting any time in any time frame that i see possible for this season to go on i don't believe there's going to be any um any fans in the in the crowd um and they're also waiting until they can get a blood test that gives them results within 15 minutes which i don't i haven't read about a blood test out that works that fast i mean constantly they're telling us that we they got to send the tests out for a while and stuff like that but i mean i i want some kind of sports basketball bring me baseball um but it's all looking dark right now so I don't believe that's gonna happen. What you got going on, Jamie? You think basketball will be back in twenty-five days? No, I don't see it happening. It's we haven't even peaked on this thing, and you know, I mean, the reality is, no, yeah. it won't happen. I'm really, I'm really gonna be surprised if we have any kind of sports at all by July Fourth weekend. Yeah. I just don't see it happening. I, I don't see a baseball season developing, even though they've worked out all different kinds of scenarios of playing in Japan and this peep, this uh, grapefruit league and, and this and that. I, I think we've just lost it. I don't know. Yeah, I heard that with baseball, they're trying to almost make like a biodome in Arizona. I don't know how legit this is but i heard that they're like they're talking about making a biodome to play play in some players were were asked um say like last wednesday would they do it and they're like i don't know it's gonna be hard um i don't know about uh missing all that time with the wife and family and then those same basketball players came back or baseball players came back the next day and they were saying, well, my wife said if if I'm getting paid, then I can go to Arizona for a baseball season <laughs> because they're talking about not getting paid if they're not. And, I mean, I know we all think about all these these athletes and their endless bank accounts, but for some of them, they only have those endless bank accounts as they're playing because, I mean, they're driving super nice cars, have crazy mortgages and stuff. So, I mean, they they need to get to the uh, to the field to actually be able to make that money. So, I don't, I don't, yeah, it 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 hurts me when I say stuff like this, but I don't see. Uh, yeah, close end. Yeah, and they don't want to. They don't want to push it either. I mean, health is the most important thing. Yeah, I mean, if they push it, what's what's to? I mean, it took one basketball player testing positive to almost shut down all of American sports. Um, so, if we start things back up and then someone else gets sick. I mean, what do what do we do there? Yeah. Do we start it all over again? Um Yeah, but somebody's been somebody has been preparing for this for the past 17 teen years. Wimbledon. Yeah. Wimbledon has been paying 2 million dollars in pandemic insurance. For 17 years, they've shelled out 
right around like $34 million in 17 years in case there's a pandemic. Um, I want to know this, what, what they're going to get back out of that, though. I mean, are they getting the full amount of what they would typically make? No, no, no. They're, they would typically make, I want to say it's like $340 million, um for everything. Uh, let me see if I can find it real quick. I can't. Um, yeah, so they would make approximately $340 million, um, and they'll end up getting $141 million. So, I mean, it's, it, the insurance just covered itself. They're not going to totally lose out. Um, normally, there's a... A forty. Normally, there's a forty-two million dollar uh, prize, so they won't have to uh, kick that money out. And yeah, they don't have to pay out anything. Yeah, so I mean, they don't do anything. They don't have to pay anything. They just get a hundred and forty-one million to to split. I'm guessing they're gonna split it between whoever's in charge over there but yeah this um it's crazy they're the only they're the only um sport that decided to get this insurance i mean i don't know why you would think you would need it but here we are here we are and wimbledon is making money so yeah, that's head of the game. <laughs> and I, I heard that tennis was thinking about trying to make a quick comeback. Like tennis, I heard the reason that a lot of golf courses actually shut down because you can you can totally social distance and play golf. And um, I know Jamie, you're you play golf you were actually supposed to be in a tournament um what a couple weeks ago yeah jeff do you, you still play golf right you just yeah. <laughs> okay. Here and there. not not all the time not all the time um i get out like four times a year so i'm not great <laughs> okay so you kind of social distance yourself with golf already yeah, totally. <laughs> um but i heard the problem was that when golf courses were still open and i think some still are but a lot of a lot of members were social distancing playing by themselves and it was fine but then you would still you would still catch like a foursome or a six a group of six guys like playing doing shots at holes and just drinking and just just having an all all around great time so they ended up uh closing a lot of a lot of places yeah, there's a lot of frustration with that with uh, people that are avid golfers um who go out and play and, and, and you know advised by you know social distancing and things like that it's just that small group of people that aren't doing it that cause a problem i know my dad was down here in uh the month of march before he left early to go back home yeah played golf every single day with a group of guys and they're all grabbing the the flag stick and you know, gathering in groups, riding in carts together, uh, not, you know, taking the advice. And that kind of, that's really, you know, ruined it for the people that are take, taking care of themselves and, and trying to do things right, the right way. Um, and, uh, yeah, they've shut down everything. But if you get out on the golf course, it, these guys don't, don't pay attention to it. And, you know, the golf courses have implemented all kinds of things to help, um, you know, get along like taking the, the rakes out of the sand traps, actually putting a stopper at the cup so the ball wouldn't go in the hole. You wouldn't have to grab the flag stick to pull it out. Yeah. You know, and these people still kind of wrecked it for everybody. Yeah. And you think like in in the time that it is right now, this this could be an amazing opportunity for golf to in the professional levels grab new uh, viewers and fans and in 
the recreational level, just like get more people out there playing. Um, and I mean, because uh, uh, 18 holes is a great place to get some fresh air, walk around, and you don't have to be close to anybody. But unfortunately, this is where we are. So I want to remind you guys, you're listening to WRUU, and this is Bring It In with Glenn Pierce. Give us a call at 912-712-5077. Look us up on Twitter and Instagram at Bring It In Show for all your sports questions and comments. And remember, we're joined on Zoom by Jamie from Savannah, Jeff from Baltimore, and Chris from Delaware. So we got we got people, we're, our reaches. It reaches so far all over the place. We, we're bringing you all the uh, sports news that we can find and um, just, just helping you guys get through this, this tough time, this rough time that we're in right now. Um, I got a question. I uh, got a question for all three of you guys. Um, who... In your mind, is the biggest bust in sports history? Oh, this is a good one. I I I I can't. I always all time. Who'd you say? All time. I said all time. Everything that's tough, man. I got a few. Go ahead, Gary. I was gonna say he was a middle linebacker. I can't even remember his name. He was a middle linebacker, and he was a beast in college. And he really did nothing. It wasn't Erlacher. It was another guy. Um, oh, man, I forget who it was. It might come to me, but there was a bust. What he about Marcus Russell for the Raiders? Ooh, that's <laughs> he was terrible. He was what? He was a number one pick, right? Yeah, he was the last number- one to get really paid, too. Yeah, because. With the, with the guaranteed contract. Because then he started sipping on Sizzurp and not going to practice and gaining weight oh yeah oh yeah um jamie you have anybody you know i mean just with the hype man i I love throwing johnny manzel in there just because just because he that guy he really kind of messed it up oh yeah (laughs) there's a long list of guys that really you, you know but the biggest one of all time is hard to come up with. Yeah, I mean, there's so many out there. Uh, you got someone like Ryan Leaf out there, who yeah. is supposed to be uh, another awesome quarterback, like quarterback that just can't can't handle it. Um, what about yeah. Trent Richardson? I got burned on him in fantasy a couple times. Ooh. Yeah, then I just read an article about a guy that you might or might not remember, Drew Henson, who went to Michigan. And was drafted by the New York Yankees and uh, drafted by the Dallas Cowboys. I was going to say. I'm not sure if he played a professional game on in either sport. Wow. Yeah. But he was like All-American everything. When you when you said Drew Henson, I was, I was just about to ask, wasn't he a uh, two-sport two athlete? Yeah. Man. Yeah, so, I mean, we got – we got all those guys and long lists, like you said. Um, another thing, another question I got to ask for you guys, um, especially with this whole Jordan thing coming up. Um, who was more important to Michael Jordan getting six rings? Phil Jackson, Phil, Phil Jackson, or Scottie Pippen? Phil Jackson. Jackson. Oh, you guys think Jackson? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm on the uh, level that I think it was Scottie Pippen was the most well, important Pippen thing. Pippen was great, but he was just you know, it could, there could have been another guy that Jordan made as good as Pippen. There uh, could there could have been. Um, yeah. but the Bulls. The year before Phil was there, the Bulls, I believe, got bounced out of the conference, uh, the conference finals, and then Phil's first year, they got bounced out at the same time. I mean, Pippen was good without Jordan too. Yeah, 
but 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 uh, not, say, not taking anything away. No, I I'm not trying to. I'm not. I I just want to know what you guys think because. Jackson kept bringing in people to rebound the ball. You know, he kept bringing in fresh players to 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 stay with with Pippen and Jordan. Yeah, I mean, yeah. bringing in bringing in Dennis Rodman that was insane. Yeah. Like that was huge. Yeah, I he mean, was able to fit in with them. They were bringing yeah. in they were bringing in almost a a couple group of uh back backup artists um throughout the whole time. Like, I mean, you got. Kukoc, Kerr, I mean, yeah. they, Horse Grant, like, I mean, Longley. yeah, I mean, there are so many people that came Horse through. Grant, yes. The three that were that were the main staples of that team are Scotty, MJ, and Phil. And then I just I keep looking around, like, was Phil just so burnt out by the time he left the Lakers and went to? The Knicks. I mean, I know the Knicks are just a horrible, um, a horrible org- organization because of the ownership. But man, I mean, when I look at Phil winning, he's he's winning with MJ, Scotty, Shaq, and Kobe. Um, I mean, he won a ring with the Knicks way way back in the day when he was playing, but. Yeah, I I just wanted I just I was just wondering what you guys thought about that with the uh, Jordan docu series well, coming yeah, up this week. I, I I don't know how many part series it is, but I hope they it's they are long and they get in depth and start reminding people how big of a squad they were and all the, yeah. the young players they brought in. Yeah, yeah. Another I have another, and I don't I don't want to hurt your feelings, Chris, with this. But I know when we're all growing up, we're such big Jordan fans and stuff. But now as I'm older and I'm like a family man, I I tend to still be a Jordan fan watching him play basketball. But I think he's like a piece of crap, man. The way that he treated his family and stuff. Like I, I look up to LeBron the way that he's doing all that stuff as like, man, that's that's the kind of person you want your kid to be following after not necessarily yeah, we didn't know how he was when he was when we were kids no one knew yeah. how he was no I mean, this, that right. stuff didn't come out until like maybe mid-2000s i'd say early 2000s yeah i, I want to say we were uh it may not have come out until we're like sophomores in college yeah. i think yeah. i think uh i think i i was working at a uh gas station called highs up in Elkton, Maryland, the day I found out that that happened. That was one of my my quick jobs that I think I I think I didn't show up one day to go down to Baltimore to hang out at the at the bars and colleges and and they were actually worried about me. They called my mom. They were like, "Oh, is is Glenn okay?" She was like, "Hey, he left for work like 3 hours ago." Then she called me and I was like, yeah, I decided not to work. (laughs) Don't do that kind of stuff, kids. Be responsible. (laughs) I'm I'm curious about what's going to happen with Nike stock after all these young players or these young kids watch this this documentary and start buying Jordans and stuff and just realizing how big of a beast he was. Oh, man, these, these kids are still buying Jordans. Young kids, yeah. these high school yeah. kids and and middle school kids, they still want a pair of fresh Literally Jordans. Still buying Jordans too. I'd never have bought Jordans, unfortunately. Uh, Wernerling probably got. Wernerling's probably the only guy I knew that had all the Jordans. Ooh. <laughs> all right, guys. I, w- I want to thank hey, I- you, huh? Can I, you can I say something real quick? Yeah, yeah. After this Jordan documentary, I can't wait to see the Tiger Woods documentary. We gotta, we gotta get that thing out there. Oh yeah, Tiger, Tiger that Woods, y'all. Awesome. He'll yeah. never let it happen, though. No, 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 never. <laughs> All right, guys, I want to thank you guys for joining me, and um, that's gonna do it for our show today. So, like always. All right, be safe, fellas. Everybody listening. Yeah. Be safe. Thanks, Glenn. No and problem. You Thank you guys for joining. Instagram or Twitter at Bringing In Show for all your questions and comments. And thanks again for listening. Remember, we're here every Monday, 11 a.m. to 12 o'clock noon. 
and always stay tuned to 107.5. You're listening to WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org, Savannah Soundings, Community Radio with Global Soul. The viewpoints expressed in the preceding program were not necessarily those of WRUU, its license holder, or its staff.